0: i want winners i want people that want to win you play to win the game you don't play to just play it you gotta put your money where your mouth is pete it's not gambling advice good morning and welcome to not gambling advice sponsored by prize picks use code just baseball When you download prize picks, that link is in our episode description and they'll give you a full match on your deposit. In this episode, you will find my two MLB best bets, plus I have a bonus underdog pick in our Chalkboard group chat. You can also find that free pick in our episode description. Just click the link to join the group chat. Let's do a quick recap of yesterday because we killed it. We swept the board yesterday. We needed a day like that, but we have a short memory because of course we have to get back again today with two MLB best bets. Plus I will be giving you two prize pick selections plus a prize picks lean at the end of this episode. Quick recap of yesterday. We took two underdogs and the Reds as a heavy favorite and came out on top. The Reds won easily as did the Diamondbacks, but the Guardians gave us a sweep on a late inning comeback on the backs of Josh Naylor. Today, I have two picks for you. Again, plus that underdog in our free baseball group chat. You can find the link in our episode description. And now our regular season record is 144 and 123, winning at a 54% rate at 22.54 units. We're up. And we won 3.1 units yesterday. And I'm back on the saddle today. And we're going to go to Cincinnati versus Miami again. Yep. At 12.35 p.m. Eastern, it's Daniel Castano, left-handed pitcher for the Marlins, who's got a 3.86 ERA and a 1-4-0 whip. Um, he'll be facing off against Graham Ashcraft, who's a right-handed pitcher for the Reds, who's got a 4-7-0 ERA and a 1-4-2 whip. The Reds cashed their money line bet yesterday, winning 5-3, and they've now won 2-3 of three in this series. Today, we're going to have a very similar matchup as yesterday, and nothing's really going to change for me. The Marlins still have to prove to me that they can hit. Uh, before I stop tailing the opposing team. It's not simply a fade on the Marlins, it's tailing the Reds at home against a left-handed pitcher. They faced Trevor Rogers in Game 1, putting up 6 runs in 3.2 innings. The Reds got shut down by right-hander Pablo Lopez in Game 2, but then we got back to the, their winning ways against lefty Braxton Garrett, putting up 5 earned runs in 5 innings. The Marlins still rank 26th in WRC Plus against right-handed pitching, but again, this is not just a blind tail on Graham Ashcraft. Through 59 innings of work this season for the young righty, a pattern is emerging. He really struggles on the road, and he has been beat up by lineups within his division. He has a 6.66 ERA on the road through 5 starts, but a 3.34 ERA at home through 6 starts. He has an 11.33 ERA through 4 starts against opponents within his division, but a 2.11 ERA against opponents outside of his division. So what do we get today? Him at home, where he's better, against an opponent outside of his division. Ashcraft will go up against a lineup that has never seen him and doesn't scare me one bit. Ashcraft is also due for some positive regression as his XERA sits at 3.71, which places him in the 58th percentile in baseball. Daniel Castano, on the other hand, is due for negative regression with his 4.47 XERA, which sits in the 27th percentile in baseball. It's clear at this point the Reds get their runs early and then taper off in the later innings. Due to this, I'll be taking the Reds through the first five innings for the preferred value over the money line. So the pick is Cincinnati Reds' first five innings spread minus a half, which is plus 100. That's one unit to win one unit. Next game. We're gonna to go to Colorado. It's the Dodgers versus the Rockies, going at 8:40 p.m. Eastern. It's Tyler Anderson, a left-handed pitcher for the Dodgers, who's got a 2.79 ERA and a 1.02 WHIP, taking on Jose Urania, who's 1 2, 3.31 ERA, 3.13 ERA, excuse me, with a 1.42 WHIP. We have two pitchers who have put together very solid results so far. This total opened at 11 and a half and moved to 12, even with a lot of early money hammering the under. On the surface, the under looks like the play, right? especially when you consider these two teams have played six times this year and only once did it reach a total of 12. It's changing today, folks. Mm -hmm. Tyler Anderson will get the ball for the Dodgers and he'll have a tough test in Coors Field. The Rockies, you know, when speaking about pitchers at Coors Field, I've posted a number of studies that have looked at how each pitch performs at Coors Field. The Rockies go after pitchers who have fastball slider combinations because those pitches don't feel the same effect at altitude as other pitches. Pitches with the most horizontal movement, changeups and sinkers, are the most affected as they start to lose movement and hang in the zone. Just look up online most affected pitches at Coors Field and you'll see pitches with the most horizontal movement. That's changeups and that's sinkers especially. Anderson deploys a four pitch mix fastball, changeup, cutter, and a sinker. He relies on a changeup a lot, throwing it 32.3% of the time versus his fastball at 36.2% of the time. It makes sense why he got hit around in his first start at Coors. But he got pretty lucky. He allowed 10 hits and 10 balls over 95 miles an hour, but just four earned runs, which is still kind of a lot, but I think you'll allow more. Against right handed bats, he's actually thrown more changeups than fastballs, and the Rockies are loaded with hot right handed bats, and Tyler Anderson has been worse against righties this year. Opposing Anderson will be Jose Urania, who have been trying to find a spot to fade now for a while. While it's a short sample because he's only thrown 31 innings this season, his past in history would indicate he's due for aggression, as is his 5.18x ERA, which sits in the 12th percentile in baseball. Come on. His strikeout rate ranks in the second percentile. Come on. And his walk rate sits in the 15th percentile. Come on. He's due for a blow-up start, and we did see the first sign of that in his last start where he allowed six earned runs. I don't even know why the Rockies like him so much. I mean, I, I they need arms, I guess. He does throw a fastball and a slider, but 72.8% of his pitches thrown this year are sinkers and changeups. ups he, di- he can't keep getting away with this, and the Dodgers have already seen him this season. Not only that, the Dodgers have the best OPS in baseball against righties, while also ranking third in WRC Plus against right-handed pitching in the month of July. I am not afraid of Colorado's 29th-ranked bullpen era. I can't say that loudly. I am not afraid of them and the 27th-ranked xFIP. And the Dodgers bullpen isn't all-world either, ranking 6th in bullpen ERA. Still a good bullpen, not the best in baseball. I think the Rockies punish Anderson today, while the Dodgers do the same to Urania. This game will probably be close, considering the Dodgers have this weird losing nature against the Rockies. But give me the over in a typical high-scoring game in Colorado with wind blowing out. The pick? Dodgers vs. Rockies, over 12 runs, and that is currently minus 105. That is 1.05 units to win one unit. If we're looking at prize picks today, there is a pick that I love, and that's Graham Ashcraft's over-fantasy score. I think he gets the win. I think he's got a shot at a quality start. And while he's not a high-strikeout guy, this Marlins offense has to prove to me that they can hit the baseball. Not only that, Freddie Freeman— only is available on prize picks at a nine fantasy score. I don't even want to read you the numbers because I want you to go on Baseball Savant and look at them for yourself, but he destroys Jose Urania. not just this season. He's faced him multiple times in the past, and he has some of the best numbers versus a pitcher that I can find. I'm going to take his over nine fantasy score. Because I think he hits a home run today, and I think a good prop would be to sprinkle on his home run at Coors Field. Here's a lean I have. I like JD Martinez's over total bases. He's been really struggling lately at the plate. He went 0 for 4 yesterday, he went 0 for 3, and it seems like he hasn't gotten a hit in a while. I don't think that's gonna last that long today against a guy like Tristan McKenzie. I think he breaks out of it. This is more of a gut feeling rather than really anything backed by the numbers because by the numbers lately, JD Martinez has not looked good. I'm not sure if I'm gonna play it today, but join our prize pick space later today because we're going to be going over all of these different picks and I want to do a little bit more research into it, but really it's a gut feeling for me and I really like JD Martinez today. So again, if you want our secret underdog pick, it's not really a secret because you can join our Chalkboard group chat and get it for free. That link is in our episode description, but also if you want to play those prize pick selections, use code JUSTBASEBALL. When you download, that link is in our episode description and they'll give you a full deposit Match. Might as well use some free money to play along with us. Our prize pick selection sucked yesterday. Not going to sugarcoat it. Jose Ramirez and Brandon Jory didn't do shit, but that's okay. Because we've been very good this year. We're still up, and I'm ready to roll today with those two picks the underdog, two prize pick selections, and a prize picks lean. And remember, it's not the gambling advice.